They can go up, they can go down, they can stay the same. Only one of those is bad. John Coleman, what am I talking about? My blood pressure. Damn. You are tuned into the Loan Officer Podcast. I am Dustin Owen. He is John Coleman, and we are talking about mortgage rates. Yes, I've waited for this. I bet you have not waited for this, <laughs> only because you didn't know where to start. Because so many people don't know where to start when it comes to mortgage rates. They think a mortgage rate is the Fed rate. They think the mortgage rate is the same for them as it is for their sister, as it was for their parents. And I am here with you as my producer extraordinaire to enlighten our audience. Let's do it. That mortgage interest rates can go up. They can go down. They can stay the same. Only one of those is bad. Hmm. And that's it. They go up. Okay. I'm not even going to make you think. It's Thank you. late in Thank the you. day. Damn. This is the second episode that we've recorded you today. You gave me that look like you were about to hit me with one of those uh, trivia questions. And I was about to bomb it. No, n- no trivia. But let's spend some time going over what is a mortgage interest rate. Okay. How are they determined? What type of impact do they have on the payment? Just basic things that every person who owns a home and has it financed whether you're buying a new home and financing it for the first time, whether you're buying your first investment property, whether you're buying your vacation home, whether you've owned 17 homes and you sold all 17 and now you're going to buy the one, mm-hmm. or whether you're refinancing one of your properties. Whatever the case may be, you have questions regarding mortgage interest rates and you don't know where to start because no one has ever led you there. They don't teach this in high school. They don't teach it in college. And you sure as hell know that you can't trust nor listen to the media. But you should have learned this in high school. Possibly, yes. But would you have retained it? Hell no. You wouldn't have retained it because it wasn't important to you. No. But it's important now. Yes, it is. That's why you're listening to the show, and that's why we're going to jump right into it. Yeah. So first and foremost, a mortgage interest rate is a a mortgage is a financial instrument Mm -hmm. that we use to purchase homes. But the rate itself is tied to the bond market. So it is a it is it is a security or a bond that gets bought, sold, and traded. Okay. Okay. Now they don't get traded as individual loans. So your one loan that you went and and applied for and obtained, that one loan individually doesn't get traded. Okay. But what it does do is it gets packaged, it gets securitized, it gets turned into a mortgaged back security. Then that security is bought and sold and traded very similar to how any other bond or long-term debt is. A 10-year treasury bill is a long-term debt or bond. And it's important just to know that without getting like into total geeky where it's really a future and it's, you know, this is an option to put and this is purchased and it's a forward commitment and we're going to, okay, no, none of that. Just understanding that is all a homeowner needs to know up front. And that's because it's going to paint a picture why trying to figure out what a particular bank or lender's interest rate is today when you're not looking to buy for another month or two is irrelevant. Oh, okay. That's like you trying to ask me, hey, Dio, what's Apple's stock price today? And I'm like, hey, why? You're like, because I'm getting a bonus check next month and I want to buy some Apple stock. Well, I don't know. I mean, it was 353 yesterday. It was 257 a month ago. It could be 475 when you go to buy, or it could be $200 a share when you yeah. go to buy. I don't know that. Just like I don't know where interest rates are going to be. Just like it doesn't matter if your bank, your credit union, or your lender, such as Waterstone Mortgage, has the best interest rate 
on any given day except for the day that you choose to lock in your interest rate. Mm. And you tend to only lock in an interest rate when you are ready to close on your transaction in the next 30, 45, or 60 days. So if you're purchasing a home, you can't close on it until you've actually written a contract, had that contract accepted by the seller, mm -hmm. and you have a closing date. Oh, okay. If you're refinancing, you don't lock it in until you're ready to actually move forward with the transaction, at which point you're going to be obtaining a new home loan, paying off your old own, own, your old home loan in 30, 45, 60 days, whatever time frame you're working within. Gotcha. So knowing that an interest rate is basically a bond or a mortgage-backed security, I think it's paramount to know because you can't, you can't control or dictate it. Hmm. And there's also not one interest rate. Uh, there's just not. There's like 27 different factors that go into someone's interest rate. Damn. So for example, your credit score is a factor that goes into your interest rate. Your loan size is a factor that goes into your interest rate. Whether it's a primary home, a vacation home or an inter or an investment property is factored into your interest rate hmm. because we're talking about assessing risk. If your loan is going to be packaged and securitized and sold to investors as a bond, those purchasers want to know how risky are the mortgages that make up that particular bond. Well, it could be deemed that a group of mortgages where the average homeowner put down three to 5% is probably riskier than where the average homeowner put down 25%. Makes sense. If the average FICO score is 760 versus 660, right? That all that gets factored into what that security instrument will sell or trade for. Therefore, it's going to be factored into what interest rate you are eligible for or, or you you receive. Like I said, 27 factors. What are some other factors? Well, if you're borrowing for 15 years versus 30, you'll probably get a cheaper interest rate. So your loan term. Mm. If you need to lock in your rate for 30 days versus 60 days, mm -hmm. the longer your lender has to quote unquote lock your rate is the longer they have to honor that quote. Mm. Well, there's more risk having to honor a quote for 60 days because that market mm -hmm. That, that determines the interest rate, it's going to move every day for the next 60 days. Mm -hmm. So you're given 60 days for something bad to happen versus 30 days. Uh, okay. So lenders and banks will incentivize people to close in 30 days with cheaper interest rates. Do any of these factors, are they weighted differently? Like for your credit score, for example, like some factors like your payment history on time and your credit, like your limit has weighs more than, you know, some other factors. Is that the case here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, you have um, what are called loan level pricing adjustments and a loan level pricing adjustment for things like credit score mm -hmm. will drive an interest rate one direction or the other much greater than, than whether it's a 30 day lock or a 45 day lock, okay. whether it's a $150,000 loan amount versus a $400,000 loan amount. Okay. Just like a, there's a huge LLP or loan level pricing adjustment for whether it's an investment property versus whether it's a primary home. Mm. Um, you know, it, you could see that loan level pricing adjustment increase your closing costs by a couple of grand and your interest rate by a whole percentage point. Wow. Um, so that that is something that definitely drives. Mm. But what's also good to know is there's no one size fits all because interest rates have what are tied to them points and fees. If you want an interest rate that comes with minimal points and fees, that means that you get to close on your loan with less money out of pocket. In return, you may pay, I don't know, a quarter percent higher in interest on your mortgage. Mm. 
this is not a wrong or right, but what if I told you, you could save $3,000 at closing in return, you're going to pay $50 more a month. There's a quick mathematical formula for you to figure out whether or not you want to do this. Mm. Take that $50 a month savings, divide it into the $3,000, I'm sorry, the $50 a month extra cost, divide it into the $3,000 savings, you realize it's going to take you 60 months just to break even. Okay, well, what is 60 months? 60 months is five years. You're like, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could be dead. I could have this house paid off. I could yeah. win a lottery. I could be living in LA. Yeah. At which point, you may be like, no, I want to save three grand today. Yeah. I'm fine paying $50 a month, especially because it's going to take so long yeah. to recoup what I would given up. Or what if I told you if you pay an extra $3,000 at closing, I will lower your interest rate by a quarter percent. That quarter percent, same uh, that same math yeah. would apply. Mm-hmm. And what if you're like, well, my youngest daughter just went to kindergarten. My son's in second grade. My oldest daughter is in fourth grade. This is the community that we want to be a part of for the next 13 years. Yeah, We're not moving anywhere. Okay. It may very well make sense for you to pay that extra money, but... If someone tried to make their decision solely based on the interest rate itself, they may make the wrong financial decision mm. because the, your interest rate, because it's not one size fits all, it needs to be tailor made to match your specific needs, wants, and goals. Just like if you're comparing, if someone's comparing company X's interest rate with company Y, they need to also compare, well, what are company X's fees compared to company Y? Mm. And... The easiest way to compare that is say, this is the fee structure I like to company X and then company Y. Can you give me a better interest rate under the same fee structure? Can they most of the time or no? Um, I would say most of us are very competitive to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I work for Waterstone Mortgage, so there's some, some buy-in there, right? Yeah. And the full disclosure. <laughs> yes, I would like to believe that especially when compared to like competitors. Oh, we are as good as, if not better from a pricing standpoint. Mm. I am also a huge proponent that it's not always just about pricing. I personally would pay an extra $600 in fees to know that my loan officer was accessible, that they were going to close me quickly, that they were going to help get my offer accepted, Mm -hmm. that they would attend my closing if I needed them to. Like there's, there's a certain dollar amount. I mean, that's, it's why I stay in Marriott and not in Days Inn. Yeah. I mean, Days Inn is still a hotel room. It's still clean-ish. Um, <laughs> still has two beds, AC that works. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, some of the best AC I've ever had is like the old school. Oh, yeah, that, bl- that blast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sounds like the best white noise generator going on. <laughs> yeah. um, and the, the room, like you put it down to 65, but really it's like 49 oh, yeah, when you yeah. wake up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's um, most people can, can get competitive, but there's something to be said about service. Uh, there's something to be said about professionalism. There's something to be said. The cheapest just ain't always the best, yeah. right? It's just not. Um, but for some, for some people, the cheapest, the cheapest is all they care about. Um, and if that's the case, then, hey, this show's for you. Yeah. Um, because it's, it just understand what you're asking for. Yeah. But do not call us as lenders and get excited because the Fed Reserve just did X, Y, or Z. Okay, the Federal Reserve does not have any direct correlation to mortgage rates. 
the Federal Reserve's more, it rate could be zero. Could you say? Could you say that again? Just that whole sentence. Yeah, the Federal Reserve, they don't directly impact mortgage rates. So the Fed increasing their rate by a quarter or dropping it by a half does not directly impact a mortgage interest rate. Now, there are definitely indirect actions, like why is the Fed doing this? Are they trying to stimulate the economy? If they're trying to stimulate economy, then that means they're afraid of a recession. Well, recessions are bad, but mortgage interest rates tend to perform well in bad economies. Because in a bad economy, investors want to a safe harbor or a safe place to put their money. Bonds, whether it's a 10-year treasury or a 30-year MBS coupon, bonds are known amongst the investment world, Wall Street, as being safe, reliable. It's a great place to park your money when you don't know what the Dow Jones Industrial is going to do, when you don't know what the NASDAQ is going to do, when there's volatility. Mm-hmm. So we tend, when, when we're in a, in a bad economy... We tend to have super low interest rates. If we look around right now, we are in a recession. We are we are viewing unemployment the worst we've seen in decades, and mortgage rates are around three percent. Mm. Um, the Fed, whether they raise their rates or lower their rates, did not have a direct correlation. There's always going to be an indirect because the Fed. I mean, they are they're the policymakers. They are trying to maneuver our economy safely down the path it needs to go, and they will use increasing or decreasing the Fed funds rate to do so. Mm. But just know there's not a direct correlation. Uh. So many times. And that there's advertisements. I know. I see. That's why. Oh, federal, the, the, the Fed's raising rates. Yeah. Act now. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah. Look, that's, um, in my opinion, it's off base and a little bit slimy, but I'm sure it's accurate because the Fed is raising rates. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're making two statements in those advertisements that we see on TV that aren't related, but they know that cognitively your brain will connect the two. Yeah. The Fed can raise rates and we can see mortgage rates go down. Mm. That, that, that happens um, because a mortgage rate is nothing more than a bond. Mm. Um, how about this? The average loan size is like, let's just say nationally, $250,000. It's okay. ish. Yeah. It's in that ballpark. Rates tend to move in eighths. So your rate would be three or 3.125 or 3.25 or 3.375 or 3.5 or 3.625 or 3.75 or 3.875 or four. Rain right? I just I just went off in eighths. Yeah. Uh, three and an eighth, three and a quarter, three and three eighths, right? That's typically how a mortgage rate is going to be presented to you, the consumer. Whether your rate is three or 3.125 on a $250,000 loan, you're talking about about mm, 17, 18 bucks a month. Hmm. Okay, 17 or $18 a month. How long do you think most people keep their current mortgage for? Uh, 20 years. Uh, try Th- again. 30 years. No, they get 30 year loans. How long do you think they actually keep their mortgage for? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Seven. I Let's know. call it nine. Yeah. It's not even 10. Okay. It's not even 10. So for, for, for some people, it's like, is. You worrying about the market that you can't control. Yeah. Worth the stress and headache over 18 bucks a month for the next 84 months. No. No, what's, I mean, $18 times 12 is 180 plus 36, uh, roughly $225 a year. Talking about two grand. You're talking about $2,000 spread out. Yeah. Like payment plan. Dude, I once had a Bally's membership. (laughs) I wasted $2,000, 
$49.99 a month spread out over 36 months. Um, and I never used it either. Um, I don't think Bally's even around. Yeah, but, was- but if you think about it in that context, like losing thing. sleep over which, which way the, the market's going, no. Lose sleep over some bigger, better things, mm-hmm. right? Freaking out that the lender that you love and trust to do the best job, their rate is an eighth higher than some unknown company you found online. Dude, don't freak out. It's only 18 bucks a month. Yeah. And you're only going to have this mortgage for seven to, let's just call it nine years max. Mm. Like deep breath. Deep breath, relax. But know where mortgage interest rates come from. Know that a mortgage interest rate is not one size fits all. Right. The, the rate for John Coleman isn't necessarily the best rate for Mike Williams, which wasn't the best rate for Rob Farragher. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, down payment, loan size, loan amount, credit score, whether it's a, a government loan or it's a conventional loan or it's a jumbo loan, like all of these impact what your interest rate is. And look, just because you got a higher interest rate than your best friend's cousin's uncle and you had maybe too many whiskey sours and you were talking about your great interest rate, your best friend's uncle's cousin who is liquored up on whiskey sours, he might have gotten the worst damn loan. And you got a loan program that was way better. His interest rate may have came with $5,000 of closing costs on a home that he's only going to own for four more years before he retires and sells it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it comes with $300 a month in mortgage insurance. Damn. But look, we, we all know him. We, we all know best friend's uncle's cousin. And he drinks too much. And he's braggadocious. I got and, the best rate. Yeah. And all he cares about is that low interest rate. But his mortgage payment's $250 more a month. Mm. And his closing costs were five grand more than yours. But I got the lowest rate. It's cool. All right. High five, bro. Cool story. But you got the worst loan for you because mm. you didn't take the time to educate yourself. The best way to educate yourself is to pick up a phone and call a trusted mortgage professional. How do you find a trusted mortgage professional? Ask your realtor, ask your builder, ask a friend that you know, like, and trust. They can usually recommend you to someone who can answer these questions for you. Mm -hmm. And if they tell you it's the Fed Reserve, hang up the phone, say, you're damn wrong, fool. (laughs) Click, hang up the phone. If they tell you it's based on the 10-year treasuries, I'd be like, ah, mm, man, uh, yeah, maybe, kind of, sort of. I don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the question. It's, it's like asking uh, my wife asked me, how many drinks have you had tonight? I'm like, oh, ah, oh, couple, yeah. few. <laughs> um, no, it's it's just that. It's no, it's it's mortgage-backed securities, and and they can go up, they can go down, they can stay the same. Only one of those is bad. Yes, there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. There's over 27 factors that go into your interest rate. And if you're not looking to lock something in, by the way, you lock it in when you're ready to execute, when you're ready to close. By the way, ready to close, meaning you're going to close in 30 days. You're, you're, you are committing that you're moving forward with this transaction. right? Until you're ready to lock in, it doesn't really matter what they do. To worry about that is like John Coleman worrying about the price of Apple stock in September of 2020 mm-hmm. when we're only in June. Mm-hmm. Like. And even if you miss out because the market moves and rates move by an eighth or a quarter, that's only going to impact you by 18 to $25 or 30 bucks on average. 
And if 18 to 25 to 35 dollars on average is going to impact your decision on whether or not you buy a home, guess what? You probably shouldn't be, or you're not ready to buy a home. You're not ready to buy a home mm -hmm. because, as you've heard from other episodes, John, like things like homeowners insurance can go up by 100 bucks a month unexpectedly. Things like taxes can yeah. go up by 50 to 75 dollars a month unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. You have to be ready to to roll with the punches and pivot when that happens. That if, if you're making your decision on whether or not you buy a house because you're able to lock in at three or three and a quarter, no. Yeah. No, not, not one bit. But this is Mortgage Rates 101. We can go on for days and days. This is not a topic that I think can be overly entertaining. This is a topic that we wanted to drop a little bit of knowledge. We wanted to put it out there in the universe so it can be consumed. Mm -hmm. But if you have questions, pick up the phone and call us. You can reach me. I'm at 407-645-6363, D-Owen at waterstonemortgage.com. We are the Loan Officer Podcast on Instagram and Facebook mm -hmm. and YouTube. Yep. And John Coleman can be reached on Google. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I like that. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, this is mortgages. No. This, this is, yes. This is, this is mortgages, <laughs> interest rates. But more importantly, these are the basics on interest rates, interest rate 101. Thank you for listening. Please share. Please comment. Please like. Please subscribe. Yeah. And please do not hesitate to let us know how we can be of assistance to you. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.